Well, hi, good morning, everyone joining online. My name is Dennis, and I have the privilege of getting the shepherd in this movement of God's Spirit called the Bridge Church. I want to remind you, as a part of our service today, from 1040 to 11, we have a 20-minute phone call. That's right, phone call together to pray into what we are discussing today. As always, I want you to be a part of what's happening. Look in the description box below for more information. Today, I feel like we need to pick up in our series that we started last week. We could all use a lift right now. And the part we must play in experiencing the ongoing lift we all need. Last week, we looked at how praise affects you and me, that praise corrects our focus and enlarges our perspective, and that we use our lifted hands and lifted voices to amplify what is in our hearts as we praise God. Today, I pray we keep our praise on. How do you keep your praise on to God during times like these. How do you do that? Well, I'm glad you asked because I have two tools for the job. I see you as a light and I want you to keep shining that light and praise is part of that. So with that said, let's talk from the title today. Keep my praise on. Put it in the chat room and then keep my praise on. If you happen to be sitting beside somebody, just nudge them and say, I got to keep my praise on this week. I got to keep my praise on this week. Okay, okay. When I refer to praise, I'm talking about something you can't keep to yourself. I'm talking about an outward acknowledgement, not this, oh, well, God knows how I feel. I'm not talking about emotionalism either. I'm not talking about extroversion. I'm talking about a form of generosity. Praise as a form of generosity that can be measured with our five senses. Praise and its intensity is measurable. It's measurable with our eyes, with our ears, even with our nose. King David praised God in a dance till his outer clothes fell off in a moment. There was a woman with a costly alabaster box. She poured out, broke that box open, and a fragrance filled the room as worship to Jesus. We could go on and on, but our praise is a form of generosity, and it's measurable. Our praise comes from a heart that expresses honor of the truth of God. It involves speaking and singing. You can't be silent. You can't be silent. You have to use your God-given breath to speak out his praises. I like the way 1 Peter 2.9 puts it. You are a royal nation, a royal priesthood, set out to proclaim the excellencies. Set out to what? Proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you from darkness into his marvelous light. 
We praise God based on his isness. Spelled I-S-N-E-S-S, isness. Who is God? We praise God based on our understanding of who he is, his beauty, his splendor, his excellency. Don't get it twisted. God is not some insecure person needing constant affirmation and approval. He is complete and completely relational. It's in the context of a healthy relationship that two people, two parties, two individuals exchange honor, value, praise to one another. You can't tell me you have a healthy relationship with someone that you don't praise. That works for God and that works for people. Praising God for who he is has been one of the most helpful things I've done throughout this pandemic. Like we discussed last week, praise corrects focus and enlarges perspective. When I received the first actual confirmed COVID call that one of our members' fathers had gone into the hospital with COVID, By the grace of God, through praise, I was ready. I got to talk to him while I was in the hospital and pray with him and give him the words of hope and of faith that if I had not been praising God, I don't think I'd have been able to do. When I got the news about, I'm calling Brother Floyd, thank God for praise and a life of praise. I was able to see it from an eternal perspective. I didn't let the skin I'm in confuse me about who God is and what God is desiring to do. I could keep my perspective and remain helpful. Praise. (laughs) Praise. We need to praise God. Praise lets us know that our confidence... Let's call it our faith in God battery. It's charged and ready for action. If you can't praise, you know you have to look within. So real quick, let's talk about two ways to keep your praise on this week. Just two ways. The first way I want to discuss is through lament. Is through lament. Lament is an expression of grief or sorrow that happens before God. What do you mean before God? I mean it happens. We express our pain, our sorrow, our grief in a conscious awareness that God is with us and that God is for us. And lament, when it's done that way, will ultimately lead to praise of God. Your Bible, my Bible, is full of lament over the wrongs of sin, self, and Satan. A whole manuscript is called Lamentations. A third of the Psalms is lament. You've read those Psalms, haven't you? They basically say something like, kill them, Lord, they're bad, and I'm good, I'm your favorite. (laughs) In essence, that's what they're saying. You could say that in some sense, lament and praise are different sides of the same coin. I want you to see that lament, expressing deep sorrow and grief, expressing it, not just bottling it inside, expressing it before God is a form of worship. It's a form of worship. 
Just last week, I was in two lament settings that stood out to me. One was held by a church, and another was held just for black men. It is super important to do your lamenting in the presence of God. And if you participate in any protest, you'll have to keep the presence of God in the forefront of your thinking. Or you might get overtaken in the wrong spirit and regret what you do under the influence of that spirit. Practice your grieving and lamenting, expressing your pain in the presence of God. That's healthy. That's wise. That's mature. When you don't do it in the presence of God, you open yourself up to the bitterness and a host of other antagonistic, toxic, and dangerous things you don't want in your life as a Jesus follower. And even if you're not a Jesus follower, you don't want that in your life. Pain, when we express it in the presence of God, will lead the way to praise. The psalmist said in 30 verse 5, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. The second way I want to discuss keeping our praise on this week is through allegiance. Allegiance? Pastor, did you say allegiance? Yes, that's what I said. Just stay with me, okay? I want to ask you a question. Whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? That divisive spirit in our world right now is crazy. Dividing people, turning people against one another inside the church, outside of the church, race wars, political elections, and add to it a pandemic. It's crazy. It's crazy. I want you to remember your allegiance this week so that you can praise God, that we can praise God, because we are on the Lord's side. He gets our highest and best and when we remember our allegiance to him hopefully he gets the most frequent praise hopefully the Lord gets our most frequent frequent somebody just say frequent frequent praise if we forget whose side we are on if we forget where our loyalties lie Praise to God dwindles. The double-minded, I want to say it this way, the double-minded are unstable in all their praise to God. So let's be single-minded in our allegiance to Jesus. Let's cultivate an intimacy through praise with the Lord. Elephants and donkeys have a secondary place. All will bow to the Lamb. He deserves our praise. You know who I'm talking about. The Lamb. Jesus. The one that you can't vote in and you can't vote out. Jesus, who got up on a cross, suffered, bled, suffered, bled and died and rose again and sent his Holy Spirit to empower us to walk out heaven's agenda. Jesus 
who took our sin so that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus, who knew no sin but became sin, who endured for the joy set before him. Jesus, our returning King. Hallelujah. Jesus, who deserves all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength and helps us to love neighbor and one another in allegiance to him. As we keep our allegiance to Jesus, our opinions, skin colors, political views can take the back seat so that we can praise God this week in a way that shows he deserves the priority. He deserves the prime, the best of our affections, our finances, our thoughts, efforts, energy, devotion. It can all go to him with an undivided heart, a loyal heart, which is the same heart he loves you with, he loves me with. Have you ever pledged allegiance to Jesus as your ultimate leader to trust his leadership in your life now, right now, and the life to come? You could do it right now, and I want to pray with you. Just repeat after me. Jesus, my loyalty belongs to you today and forever. My life is yours. Amen. Amen. If you trusted Jesus as your ultimate leader, today and forever, maybe you reaffirmed, Jesus, my allegiance belongs to you. We want to celebrate with you. Please let us know at prayer at PasadenaBridge.org. I look forward to sharing more with you next week and throughout the week. And before I close, I want to highlight one of the ways we as a church community expressed our praise to God last Saturday. We had our first ever drive-through food drive to support our church neighborhood's local food bank. Friends, indeed. God bless you and take a look at this.